Hey loves, this is Constance of the Sovereign Goddess Podcast. This week we are talking about Thor. Thor, I am the storm. I was so excited on Sunday to finally dive deep into self-love with Aphrodite. But I was totally wrong about the god or goddess I needed to work with during this postpartum period of my life. As I opened the door, I was greeted by thunder. And in that instant, I knew it was finally t- it was finally time to work with Thor. Thor showed up to me during my birthing adventure here after acupuncture. So I wanted to make sure this episode came out in time for Thor's day or Thursday. I want to note, because it's really important for getting to know Thor, that Thor does not show up to me as an actual person. He shows up as an energy, as the need to take action in your life. Through action, he is expressed, which I absolutely love. So at nine months pregnant, after acupuncture, I made a wrong turn and found myself driving into a storm. The next exit on the highway was 32 miles away. I had no choice but to surrender to my, my current circumstances. It was impossible to see through the storm, and I decided I had to surrender and pull over. I was waiting for permission to do so, and I decided to take control and to no longer drive. Not every car had their headlights headlights on, so I waited for the storm to completely stop and just took time to self-care in that moment. I viewed it as a birth contraction, that storm. I just surrendered to it as I would have to when I was giving birth. I decided to spritz some rose water to have a snack, and I remembered to breathe. And it reminded me of how birth contractions wash over us, like the storm to surrender to the present moment and to be with ourselves, to support ourselves, to tap into our bodies and release fear. Fear actually amplifies any existing pain that is going on in the moment. That's why we have to decide to be our own support in that moment, to surrender. I prayed to Thor and thanked him for the reminder that it's in deep surrender to the storms in life that we birth what we desire. When I finally found myself in active labor, I was reminded that the storm was not separate from me, but it also was me. Whenever we label something as bad or painful and see ourselves as the victim, we miss the opportunity to empower ourselves to be in control. Remember, all is one. I am the storm. The storm can't take you over. Because it is you. It can't destroy you, for you are the storm. Like the storms that happen on Earth, the inner chaos is giving way to something being birthed through you. If not a baby, then something else is being nurtured to grow and lead you to evolution. Even hurricanes and volcanoes, all the things that seem very destructive and awful and scary, all of them are bringing the Earth into balance. Some of the scariest moments of your life are bringing you into balance. We may not always enjoy the weather, but weather is important. Even snow brings the earth into balance, oddly. So it may not feel like it when you are caught in the storm, but picture the storms of life. Pick one, and as we've gone over in the previous episode, the beauty way is that you find the beauty in the devastation of life. What are you meant to learn, and how is it moving you forward? It can be hard in the moment, and years later you may find it, so it's okay if it's difficult right now to find in the current storms the beauty. It may just be that you have to wait till you're in the stillness 
in what feels like the eye of a storm to understand why the storm is there. Because storms can repeat in our lives, and just having that present tense, that moment, you'll be able to shift through it faster when it happens again, as in a hurricane. So we're being invited to embody Mother Gaia in this way, to allow ourselves to be fertilized and to move forward and change. So the moments that are flashes of lightning, it feels like, and this is also what Thor is a god of, thunder and lightning, so plan words here. So... It is the lightning of our load that is happening. We're being invited to do, to release things, to let go. We often think it's finding something more to have enlightenment, more knowledge, more, more, more. But even light or lighten is in the word enlightenment. So it is the releasing, the letting go. So how do we encounter thunder within ourselves is something to look at too. The sudden rumble of noise. The old dialogue that isn't even ours that we adopted from our parents, from old coaches or teachers as to who we are. Sometimes without even our own awareness, we are holding ourselves accountable to old demons. Just holding us down and keeping us just comfortable. And truly we are not comfortable. It just makes everyone else comfortable because we seem invisible. And we seem like we're easygoing, but we are suffering on the inside. Thor rules over the outer and inner storms and wars within ourselves because he's also a god of war, a god of battle. Of um, He's a god for the Vikings and the farmers. So the moments that we feel most chaotic is when we are being brought into balance, as I've said before. All those bad times that we've had in the past, as I've said, can be comfortable in the moment and they can be comfortable to go back to as our balance because we believe that's our balance, but we're really out of balance when we do that. So it can be that you had a family member that was always cornering you. So now you find jobs where you're always cornered. You find relationships where you're always cornered. And you're always being questioned as to um, your, your um, oh, what's it called? So whether you're being faithful, when it's honestly it comes down to them questioning you being faithful to them is your own questioning of your own faith to yourself and looking inward and saying, have I lost trust with myself because I'm making myself tr trustworthy to people who I can't even trust that that will be good to me. So that type of thing. So I want to go over who Thor is now with you as I've shared my own things that I've learned from him. And through Thor, I'm learning to realize when, oh, hey, why are you trying to go back into that pattern right now? Whether it's victimhood of being like, because so-and-so did this, then I can't do that. So, and that's an old storm. I don't need to go into that. I want to quickly touch on how I did a reading for this year. And I talk about in that reading, the purpose of lightning. So according to Roundup's website, I don't really like Roundup, but... They do have some facts on there. So lightning strikes the help. Lightning strikes help dissolve the unusable nitrogen in water, which then creates a natural fertilizer that plants can absorb through their roots. Lightning also produces ozone, a vital gas in our atmosphere that helps shield the planet from rays of harmful ultraviolet sunlight. So here we go. We're going to go into Thor. Thor is, as I said, the god of thunder. He's the god god of lightning, of storms. He's also the god of war, leadership, bravery, taking action, leaving your comfort zone, taking up space, and no longer playing small, and fertility. He could even bring things back to life, 
like his goats. So he could be called upon for protection as his realm is Earth, or called Midgard, as some of you know from Marvel. So he is the son of the god Odin and the goddess Jord, who personifies the Earth, which makes even more sense as to why he is the god of the Earth. So he is also residing in Asgard, and he has a huge house there. He rode his chariot through the sky, pulled by two goats. His father also rides a sleigh through the sky, kind of like Santa Claus, which is where people believe that we get Santa Claus from is from Odin and from Thor, who ride sleighs. But it is Odin who has a horse that has eight legs. Think about the eight reindeer. But yeah, so let's move on from that. So as you all know, he has his amazing hammer that he uses. The hammer came to him because of Loki, actually. Loki got drunk one night and made the wife of Thor's hair disappear. Sif's hair disappeared. That's her name, Sif. And he was demanded to get the hair back, to bring it back. And he said he couldn't. And Thor was very mad with him. So he decided to trick some... This is He's a trickster god. So he tricks the elves into making the hair for him so he doesn't have to get beat up by Thor because Thor has broken a bunch of his bones and it hurts to come back together again each time from how much he has been hurt by Thor. And he's threatening to break them a lot more this time. So he ends up making a bet with one of the elves that if he wins, then he will give him his head. Loki agrees. The thing is that the weapon that they love, of course, is the hammer that is to go to Thor. He tries to ruin the hammer as it's being made by becoming a fly and attacking the elves' eyes, his body, making him bleed really badly. But all he does is make the hammer's... um, The hammer's... Whole, uh, the handle, very short, is all that he accomplishes, which is why it's not a long hammer as traditionally shown. So we also have that he has a belt that he uses for his strength and gloves that he uses to hold the hammer, which isn't really shown in Marvel. So also, Marvel does not depict Thor as having the red hair that he has. And we are... So we are deceived into thinking that... Loki is Thor's brother when Loki is actually Odin's brother, his blood brother. So how does someone work with Thor? You can check out my episode on working with deities for more more ideas, but I am specifically talking about Thor here. So for Thor, I offer things that I love because I am originally Catholic. So for me, it's like treating working with gods or goddesses as Lent. If I offer something that I love, it's a sacrifice to the gods. That is my version of it. I'm not going to slaughter an animal. So I would rather give coffee, something I love and I would want to drink. And I have given um, beer before that my husband didn't like. Or I've done um, some, like, Angry Orchard. So different types of liquor type things are good for Thor. You can do coffee if you want. You can do anything that you love is a great thing, too. It's a sacrifice, as I said. So I'm going to also mention some other things that you can do for Thor. This all comes from northernpaganism.org. So this is for building offerings for Thor. So colors colors you can use if you want to build um, an altar is sky blue, cloud white, lightning gold, and red. Symbols, the hammer, goats, 
belt and gloves of strength. You can get a hammer necklace easily online. You can make your own too. And they have plenty on Etsy. On Etsy and on Amazon too. So there's Thor's hammer figures, model goats. You can have them with a cart or not. Weapons, shield, metal, lightning bolts, rainwater, garlic, leek, onion, hawthorn, house leek, oak, and the runes are amazing to have too, of course. Odin, his father's runes. So you can also do food and drink offerings of mead, beer, goat meat, hearty foods with lots of meat, onions, and garlic, of course, too. So as far as, which one did I have to make a comment on? So I love the food ones because if you take some time and listen to Northern Mythology, Norse Mythology, sorry, it is um, Neil Gaiman's version of Norse Mythology is really good. It's on Audible. It's also in Scribd.com. You can read it there. And I believe they got the audio now too. Um, Don't take my word for that. But you can also go there. So I'm trying to think of what I forgot with offerings. You can also, as I say in the episode on working with deities, you can ask the deity what they want as an offering. They may tell you. Like the Morgan told me that she just wanted me to meditate. There's different things like that. You can offer anything. You can create a song for them. You can probably watch the Marvel movie as an offering for some reason. That's that's your own thing with the deity. So anyways... So an activity that you can do that I have done is, if you have any mantra, um, if you have any prayer beads, you can do this mantra that I created. Storm can't devour me, I am the storm. And just say that with each bead. And see what happens, what comes to you. Allow a message to come to you. You can do a prayer before as what your question is and allow yourself to go throughout your day and trust that the answer will come to you. You can also write about the storms in your life that you've experienced and see the cleansing that they have allowed for you to have. This can be hard to see. I was in a really bad abusive relationship and it allowed me to see who else is also toxic for me because they would they would go along with whatever he had to say and it felt so wrong in my system. And I found myself cleansing myself from all those people. So it's trusting that the universe is serving you, and it's learning that through experiencing the storms in life. It becomes you realizing why do you need toxic things to to think that you are being loved. It's you learning that the things that are uncomfortable can really be the love that you desire, that you're going to be uncomfortable when you first accept what you deserve, all of that trust and all of that respect. Why are you always looking for the storm? That is what Thor asked me. Like, why do you need the storm to know I'm there? So look at life and see why do you need the storm? Why do you need the struggle to know that you're living when you can actually choose to live and enjoy to have pleasure? I want to do a another episode on Thor at some point because there's so many great stories it's really hard to go into all the mythology my favorite story has to be where he loses his hammer it is incredibly humorous and I will put a link it is not a good version of it again you should listen to the Norse mythology book because Neil actually does a really incredible job of reading the story I mean he wrote it but he does a voice for Loki that's really good And it's pretty much Thor ends up being a bride. 
though, because Freya absolutely refuses. But it's really good. Definitely listen to it. So thanks so much for listening to this. Share it with anyone that's really into Norse mythology, Thor, or mythology in general, or trying to work with deities. So anyways, the next episode I have is with Ember. She's incredible. I've been following her for a while. She talks about Reiki infusing your brand, and we talk about her own journey too. So definitely look out for that episode. I know so many of you are healers as well, and you're looking for your way into creating your own business, your own life around that. So I'm going to have more episodes to help help you with that, some experts that I bring in.